Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Weekly Dish. We're at the second hour of the show. I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are so happy you were, are joining us on this uh, Small Business Saturday and post-feast weekend. Of... And is it, it was so beautiful yesterday, oh. Steph. Is it supposed to be nice again today? Yeah. What I great shopping I mean, it's like 40-ish days. with a sunny sky. And I think it is supposed to get a little bit chillier as we go. Or maybe there's somebody did say there's 50s coming, too. I think. Oh, that is wonderful. I know. I don't, I don't mind it whatsoever. Um, I, I'm just going to brag about my cute. I actually should put it on Instagram. My adorable holiday decorations that I like cut my hibiscus, the dried ones and tucked them in with my fresh greens. And it's oh. all so Martha Stewart. Oh. It makes me so happy when I walk up to my little town home and look. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's super cute. I love it. All right. Well, let's talk about that because this is the time for our favorite things this week. It's time for the top two in hour two. Give him the old one two. One, two. And now, The Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, will you? Uh, this is the time of the show that we talk about the things that we are loving this week. I'm just going to tell you guys that I just got a notice that 29 people requested to join The Weekly Dish and some Potter. So oh, give yay. me a few minutes to kind of get that all sewed up for you. Let me just handle all right, that. So while you're yeah. handling that, I will go ahead and tell you a couple of things that I'm obsessed with for the top two in hour two. This is the segment where we talk about things that we want you to know about or things that we're just obsessed with or that we've been thinking about this week. And I have two that... I feel like maybe are just funny, but so here goes. Yeah. <laughs> there see. is a local kennel. Okay, this is not the KDK9 show, in case you're listening. Just in case. It's called Little Burners, B-E-R-N-E-R-S. <laughs> and I had a Bernese Mountain Dog growing up, and I went to my aunt and uncle's <sighs> house yesterday, and from this kennel, they have gotten two. Uh-huh. So one for my aunt and uncle and one for my cousin. And I spent last night with two... 25 to 30 pound, 12 week old Bernie's mountain dogs rolling all over each other, sitting in my lap, rubbing their gigantic bellies. Yeah. They are the softest, fluffiest, sweetest, nicest dogs. And I even had to pick up poop and I didn't even care. You didn't even care. You love so, them so hard. Well, my top two an hour two is little uh, burners. Bernie's mountain dogs and in particular the little burners. Um, I did put it, we'll put a link on the show page. I'm just telling you, Stephanie, I, they were just the cutest, puffiest little I know. balls Jake is of love. dying for a dog. Dying, dying, oh, dying for yes, a doggo. And we, we basically were walking. We did our big walk yesterday and there was like, you know, we passed people walking dogs and every time he's got like names for them all, like, you know, Floofer and all the rest. And so then and this, I'm like, oh my God, look at that huge one. And it was a Bernese. And funny thing is when I was a kid, all I wanted was a Bernese, but we never... We always had uh, we had Springer Spaniels. They're super good family dogs. Yeah, I can't have one. There's a because lot of hair and drool too. There is ha- there's no drool. Oh, I thought there was they a lot do of not drool. drool. They have hair, mm-hmm. a lot of hair, a lot of hair. No drool, but they don't like swimming. And I have a cabin on an island, yeah. so just getting that dog in a boat will not would be... be like a wrestling match every single time. Oof. So I can't do it, but Oof. they're beautiful. Okay, well, so that's my fun. That's, I burners. love that. I love that little burners. Okay, so my first one is going to be the bottle that I had on my table last night of wine, which I know we've talked about it before, but I'm just going to keep talking about Please. it. It's the Emily. Okay, I don't which, even. I know. I think it was this summer, and you weren't here, yeah. and I. So that's another reason why I'm talking about. It. Is it white or red? Exactly. It is. <laughs> it's a so it's from New Zealand and it was Chris Foster was here and he was talking about it and it's not really a rosé and it's not like a blush but it's a Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. 
So it's like a so it's got it's a Chardonnay, but it has this lovely sort of pinkish hue to it. Okay. So it's got like the guts. It's so much not it's not a Chardonnay like you would think. If you do not like those oaky like sort of weird yes tart, I don't strange Chardonnay. Oh, I see it. The Long Ridge is that the, the name Long of it? Ridge from New Zealand. It is my. It was on my table. It was perfect for food because. It didn't battle the food, but it kind of held up to a bunch of variety of the food. You know what I mean? Like you want mm-hmm. something that's got some guts to it, but doesn't overwhelm it. Like I don't like to put too much red on the table when you have a whole variety of food. But this was sort of the Emily. It was like I called France 44 and I basically said, I need four bottles of the Emily. She's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that is a great wine. She goes, good choice. I was like, yay, I love that. And so they held it at the service station, and then Joey picked it up on his way in, and it was really, really lovely. Just, it looks lovely. Yeah, and just it's just, a re- it. like I said, it's a really great table wine because it's not a Chardonnay, like, because your people at your table will be like, oh, I don't drink Chardonnay. They won't even, they will not even notice. You know what I, I mean? I am a kind of a Chardonnay snob because I don't like Chardonnay either. Yeah. But the unoaked versions, there are yeah. some good ones. It's yeah. not the grape. It's the way that no, the it's the way it's treated. left to... Yeah ferment so in the, that yeah woody cast. and it's not expensive it's not too it's not like it's like you know a million dollars it's like about 14.99 yeah so that's like i think a great table one is you're moving through the holiday season i find rosés at this point to be a little either too sometimes like especially with food it just doesn't feel like it works for me anymore on my table for, for like a heavier holiday food and yet i don't necessarily want to go into my big reds so right. i do do lighter reds but i just think that the emily is a nice version to kind of keep it light and simple Okay. What's your second? Okay. Sometimes we just get obsessed with things and we fall into a hole where we just lay on our couch with our phone and we have fallen in. Yeah. We've had this person on the show and she's a friend of ours and she's amazing. But have you been watching um, at Zoe Bakes Instagram little movies that she's making of baked goods? Yeah. Sorry like, for everybody who had sorry, earphones in I right keep then. Doing that. You do. <laughs> I just was like one after another. She has these what she does is she does Instagram stories. Yep. And then she reposts them on Facebook so that you can watch them there too. Yep. And she'll put an actual picture of the item she made in Instagram so you can see that. But she's doing these just quick little movies of her baked goods. And the last one I just watched was a poached pear with an almond cream in a beautiful tart crust with these little pralines around the outside. She makes it look so easy and doable and fresh. And I know it's being made in this beautiful, fancy video type kitchen because everything's white and pretty and in perfect bowls. Yep. And she has the most beautiful like dishes that she serves the things in in the end. I'm just, I'm obsessed. So if you just want to waste 10 minutes of your life or an hour in my case, uh, follow at Zoe Bakes on Instagram. Well, her and little makes, videos are wonderful. And you also, it's like the thing with her too is that everything is gorgeous. Okay. Right. I mean, like she definitely brings like a professional high level game to pastries yep. and, and desserts and everything else. But what I love is that these videos kind of make everything accessible. Like, you don't think that there's no way you can do it. You know what I, I mean? That's why I love them. Yeah. I feel like I can you do You feel them. like you can do it. And I think that is the key to really the bigger success. You know what I mean? Like, that's the key to really getting people on your side is like, because I I can only look at the pretty things for so long when I realize there's no chance I can do it. Yeah. And she really, it feels homey. I yeah. think that's why I like it. Because it feels attainable. Like, yeah. oh, I could totally make that. Right. 
Right. And I just, yeah, I feel like I can make things. She also did a um, video with Andrew Zimmern that I watched where they made a pumpkin bunt cake yeah. that had like a chocolate rule swirl in the middle. Yes. And Andrew Zimmern, I think it's fair to say, does not fashion himself a baker at all. No. He and says so, so those two together was really fun to watch. Um, I put that on our show page, too. You can find these at Weekly Dish Facebook page. Very good. All right. So my second uh, in top two in hour two is actually uh, the Grand Cafe. <gasps> yeah. So because I had a moment of complete anxiety this week. We were a little worried when we found out that. So opened by Eric Anderson and Jamie Malone. Eric Anderson has been tapped to lead the kitchen at Qua in San Francisco, which, of course, just won three Michelin stars. If you're following that business. Um, and, you know, it's a super big honor. It's obviously an opportunity that he couldn't pass up. He is already gone and in San Francisco. But what I want you to understand is that Jamie Malone has been running Grand Cafe beautifully since the beginning. And if you've been in there and you guys have heard me talk about it, like kind of endlessly is it is one of these beautiful places that is both romantic and feminine without being girly. There's just a softness to it. It's a welcoming place. And that is all Jamie Malone. So when I say that I'm not worried about it, I'm extremely excited for it because I feel like it's really becoming what it should be and how it should be. And she's doing some really fun stuff with it. Um, she's doing an early bird special every week. I, love I do this hear idea. about this. I did. I read it on your page. Yes. And I think that it's just one of those things where it's Is like it $14. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And she's running different little things. Maybe it's a chicken pot pie. Maybe it's a meatloaf. And from five to six thirty, it's a $14 special. And it's just for the early birders who, you know, kind of like it's kind of bringing the neighborhood in for dinner. And and, you know, the people who make the reservations and come later, those are already good. But like maybe just, you know, pop in for an early dinner and for $14 and get a little hominess. It's just kind of lovely. I will say Ellie and her grandma went here, went to Grand Cafe. They said, where should we go? That's kind of quiet, kind of neighborhoody. Yep. That has really good food. I was like, Grand Cafe. Ellie loved it. She just cannot stop raving about all the dishes that she had. Yeah. And it's just it's just a really beautiful thing. I mean, it's just kind of, I don't know. I, it feels like a sweet little fresh bistro. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's a little slice of a New York, a place of like a discovery place that you might find in New York, like in a neighborhood in Greenwich. And if you don't understand the food, like they explain it to you yeah. in such great detail without being all like weird, like it's food, right. Right, right. I just felt like, oh, I that it's sounds French. awesome. Yeah, I'll have that. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So there you go. Grand Cafe. Give them a look-see, especially, you know, when you're looking for things to, with your friends this weekend. Although I think everything must be booked up this weekend. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit, a few more uh, Small Business Saturday deals, some food stuff Scott going on, and then some brunchy things. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow, Red Rabbit, and El Burrito Mercado. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this Saturday. Hopefully you're out shopping. And uh, I'm sure that you're tuning in because you're about to listen to the shop girls in the next hour and they've got all the business. They've got all the information, which is awesome. I know. Can't have enough local shopping on Small Business Saturday. We're going to tread in on a little bit of their territory. We're going to continue talking a little bit about some of the things happening, um, local markets and, and things that you can buy food stuff at today or where you can go and check things out. Um, one thing I want to say is I think what I'm really interested about is how... Um, the markets are happening. The the and I mean, you do your makers podcast, makers yep. of Minnesota, and so you talk to a lot of small business makers. Yes, but 
it's like it's not so much about finding placement in like a big store or anything. It's about getting to to your loyalists, I would think, um, and creating a fan base. And one of the interesting ways of doing that, I think, is like going to breweries and a they have these markets at turnaround. It's it is this yep. is like a phenomenon that the breweries have. That's a different thing that they've cracked open in the market is um in in the you know is is offering like little retail markets yes it's all huge. Year, i mean all christmas long you're going to be able to you could almost you know not go to anywhere but a brewery and then buy all your christmas gifts yep there's each of the breweries are doing a lot of local makers markets and christmas markets lakes and legends comes to mind they do yeah that's what i was thinking about too um they're also doing uh the schmidt uh brewery is going to be having maker markets there when that the gets keg open. and case market yep um the original what is the one in northeast Sociable Cider Works, you mean? Or no, they have them there. They too. had one yesterday. Um, there is also um, going to be inside Bachman's. They're going to be doing yeah. the makers farmers market. markets yep. and things like that. But and I, inside Octo, help me. Yep, Octo Fish. But well, inside the Market House Collaborative. Thank you, Market House Collaborative. In fact, the word market is going to get a little bit overused. I think <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how we're, how we're going to describe this. One of the things that I do love is like, for instance, Saint uh, Saint Genevieve today, yesterday, and today they were hosting. Uh, a place called Flotsam and Fork. And it's a retailer out of, it's a European kitchenwares retailer. So Cute. if you're looking for beautiful French knives and linens and uh, cutlery and beautifully honed European pieces that maybe, you know, a signature kitchen piece that could go to someone you love. Yeah. And you want to drink bubbles and eat oysters <laughs> while you're doing that. This is now available to you. If you go to St. Genevieve, I think today from 2 to 5. I know they did it yesterday as well. Um, and they are going to have that open for you. So if you, even if you're running around shopping and stuff and you just want to go have a rest, maybe fill in the gaps of the last little bits. Do you think there's people who get done with their Christmas shopping this weekend? Yes. Ugh. It's not me, but yes. It's definitely not me. I don't have that ability. Um, and that North, what is it? No Coast Craft Show is so coming the no too. Co- the No Coast Craft Rama, that is one of my favorite things. And that, of course, happens at the, um, at the, uh, Midtown Global Midtown Market. Global Market. And that is one of my favorite, um, actually, it's one of my favorite events because you have the food there too. Because <laughs> yeah. you can get, you can, cat. <laughs> yeah, you can go get nachos and then shop and then get some, you know, some spiced olives at the Moroccan place and just kind of have a good time. I believe that's the first weekend in December. Yes. So it's the second or third um, that they're doing that. But just so you know, even like things like, um, you know, there's a cute little place called Arley Park. Um, and I think that they were doing 10% off stuff, but they've got five watt coffee and donuts from Rebel Donut Bar there. Oh, which is the new donut. Yeah. But I mean, this is house. the thing is there's a lot of places that this weekend, they're not the small business places are doing um, things that are just sort of like it's because here's the deal. And I'm sure Allie and Harmony will tell you all about this stuff, but it's basically like it's got to be about the experience. Let's have a moment to recognize that this weekend, Jeff Bezos became the first world's first 100 billionaire. $100 billion or $100 billion heir, however hmm. we say it. So he's he's like the richest dude on the planet right now. Hmm. Amazon. Jeff okay. Bezos. Yeah, I'm so letting it sink in. Think that in while you sat on your little computer yesterday. And then today, think about spreading that around a little bit to some of the local retailers and getting out to like, you know, Bibolo, which has a ton of great stuff. Oh, Bibolo has so much kitchen, kitchen oh. items. So does, I've said Bachman's like 10 times, but yeah. they do the general store in Minnetonka has some of the cutest local 
kitchenware yeah. and ornaments. And I just love that store. I was just there the other day. It was, you know what else they have? Bonnie Bell Lip Smackers. Oh, my the God. The kind that were in the metal tin yep. where you slid the top back. Uh-huh. It's amazing. I'm going to make you one of those. I have some of those tins. Please. I'm going to make you some. <laughs> um, they are, but Bibolo is serving snacks today. You know what I mean? Oh, like yes. that's the thing is like if you're in Linden Hills at Bibolo, I would be like, well, I would go shop at the Bibolo and then I would go next door and maybe either get an ice cream or pop across the street for the five o'clock hour and get that martina, go sit and have a cocktail. Like to me, shopping, like I, I'm not a shopper and Ellie knows this. I get very frustrated. I'm not a great shopper. I'm either. really bad at it. And, but what I love is I package it like I love the feeling of holiday shopping for things. I just get very frustrated easily with the crowds and everything mm-hmm. else. And so I get That's hot. Why I like going to these like breweries and just yes. hanging out. And I just want to have a drink while I'm doing it. It makes it better for everyone involved. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, Burning Brothers Brewing today. The local businesses and makers are hitting them uh, today with Minnesota themed accessories, jewelry, cross stitches. By the way, the sassy cross stitch is the gift of the season. Let's talk about that because I bought one for a friend already. Did you? Yeah. Uh, uh, my daughter is making them for all of us in the family. <laughs> and I cannot be more excited to get a cross stitch that says, um, y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, <laughs> up in here. <laughs> and I think that's so great. But, you know, again, those guys, I think you could find, I think it would be hard to like throw a stone and not hit a brewery having a, <laughs> a, yeah, exactly. a, a market at it. But I think that it's today is a really big thing. It's a really good deal. Um, I will tell you also that if you're out in the western suburbs, you should uh, enjoy free espresso beverages uh, from Coffee Cart at uh, Golden Rule. And they've got a pop-up from a lot of different people. This is a gorgeous little shop out in Excelsior that is very, very fun. North Loopy, if you will. Yeah. Out in Excelsior. Um, um, did you know that Spy House opened in Highland Park? Yes. It's their in a very first St. Paul store. Yeah. It's in a really old building that they rehabbed that looks wonderful. And it's right next to... I Like You, which is another local gift store that features Minnesota products. So yes, if you're I like in you. Highland on right. Snelling Avenue, check them out. That's very good. I know. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of that stuff happening. Um, and I think that in terms of when you're talking about cooking stores, if you want to talk about shopping small, you can also, if it's not about things for you and shopping small businesses, think about supporting like Kitchen in the Market. I tell you what, buying people cooking classes. You know, you guys have heard me talk about Chef Side Off because it is also doing good in this world. You know, the, the the proceeds go to benefit the Immigrant Law Center and different, you know, we've had different, we've we've done food, uh, share our strength. We've mm-hmm. done all these different sort of charities and every year there's a new one. Um, and what is great about that is that you get to give the gift of giving back, but then they also get to come cook with a chef. And it's a spendy ticket, but it's worth it. You get to like the hour and a half that people spent with Gavin Case. And I know that two people sent me notes saying that they were making some of his stuff from for Thanksgiving. You know, so it was yeah. kind of like giving those experiences, I think, is also if you're kind of full up on stuff. You know, I think that that's a worthy thing to think about. Um, someone is sending us a note too about the cheesecake sampling that's happening. The 25th annual cheesecake sampling. No, oh, that's with, this Wednesday. Yeah, this Wednesday with Muddy Paws cheesecake. So if you're interested in that, we'll put a link up. Well, all you have to do for that, you guys, is bring a you bring a unwrapped toy or an unwrapped, unopened uh, bag of dog food and donate that to the cause, and then you get to sample 25, you know, like a million cheesecakes. Dear God, she's got so many. Plus, there's a market there as well. Live music. That is always a good time. Have you been? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
it's, you know, Tammy Cabrera is always awesome anyway, you know. And then don't forget also Mrs. Kelly's Tea. Yes. That's coming up, too. And I think that's in two weeks. We should put up a link up for that one, too. We will. But, um, can I just say, too, yeah. that she has this butterscotch tea. It's like, oh, it, yeah, she calls it butter, butter tea, butter beer tea. I'm not saying the name right, but I'll get the name right. Yeah. It is so delicious. It's like having a butterscotch, but it's in a tea form. Oh, really? So there's no calories. <laughs> oh, God. I tell it's you delicious. what. That's a, I, I have been drinking a ton of the tea. The one that she made me. Um, Her special I, one. I think she made, you blended it. She blended it for you to give to me. Yeah. I'm yep. at the tail end of that. And it is that rosy peppermint thing. And I got it at her place last year. It's yeah. a limited edition. She has it again. Yeah. And you and it's it literally is one of those things where I brew it and it's that pretty rose smell that sort of calms me down and makes me appreciative of nice things. And then it's that sort of mintiness that sort of peps you up a little bit. Perfect. I love it. All right, you guys, there it is. Shop small and stay tuned for Allie and Harmony, who I think are live somewhere. Hope where are they? They're at the Galleria. I'm not quite sure specifically what store or Where? just the Galleria in general. Okay. <laughs> and I know that they are going to try to eat at Cove. And I say good luck for that. Oh, okay. Ask for Beth Hansen. My sister works there now. Oh, God. But there's no yeah. reservation. So it's really going to be one of those. Like They have good food. She was telling me about all the stuff that they have there. Yeah. No, it's crazy. So those guys are going to be out live at the Galleria if you want to go talking head brunch out there. we're talking next. Yeah. We'll be talking brunch. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Brought to you by Red Cow, Red Rabbit, and El Burrito Mercado. Everybody and welcome back to the weekly dish. We hope that you are having a wonderful Saturday. Um, we are here to talk about brunch, and the reason we're talking about brunch is because remember when you're at home and you've had the big feast, and now you've had all the leftovers, and your family is still here. Yes, <laughs> no kidding, is still here and will be here for a few more days. So I was like, oh, we need to tell people where to go for brunch. Stephanie, are you a big brunch person? Like, do you love the brunch meal? No, honestly, Sundays. Okay, so Saturdays we're here. Yep. And I, I don't mind going after this to a brunch. I think we've had some fun stuff, but uh, we have Sunday day of rest issues. Sunday is my only day off. Yes. It's my one day off a week. And so normally I know that most people think, well, yeah, let's go out for our day off. But like I go out for my work, so I don't tend to brunch as much as I, although I will say this, I brunch more in the winter than I do in the summer. Yes. Because summertime I want to get out and go running and hang out outside yep. but in the winter time i don't mind like tucking into some bacon and i feel kind of like you do and yeah it, i think it is because we work six days a week so it's a little bit different but if you're a bruncher and there's lots of people that are brunchers i did a segment with jason matheson who ended up being sick that day about oh. brunch um so i'm going to just share some of the brunch ideas that i had um we talked about deciding where to have brunch kind of based on who you're brunching with. So we started with the hipster brunch. Yeah. If you were going to go to a hipster brunch, Stephanie, where would you go? Uh, okay. You're don't, with hipsters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Don't ask me. <laughs> All right. Not asking you. No, don't ask me. I said to have high tops at the Hilo Diner. Oh, that's a good idea. The high tops are the glazed donuts that they stuff with either sweet or savory items. High, high top diner um, or Hilo Diner is on Lake Street. And it's a beautiful diner that's been refurbished that they brought up from a different state and hauled back and made really nice. So for a hipster brunch, I think that's a good place. That is a good place. Plus they have the boozy shakes. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Um, if you're just going to do a flat out boozy brunch, do you have any favorites? Um, n- no. Okay. Hell's Kitchen yeah. is high on my Bloody list. Bloody Mary Bar. 
and they have 231 hot sauces. Yes. Which I think is hilarious because that's like a lot a of hot mile. sauce. It's like, didn't they say it's like a... Like yeah, a, they have the mile long Bloody Mary bar. It's not a real mile, but it's like 300 feet or something like that. And it's fourteen ninety nine for a Bloody Mary that's gigantic. It's mm-hmm. the huge cup. And then you get to put all the fixins in it. And they don't have like the crazy chicken wings and the hamburgers, but they have lots of good stuff to put in your Bloody Mary. So I don't like it to be too... Because otherwise you're like, you're brunching on your Bloody Mary and then you're that's done. That's right. That's your whole meal. I don't... Yeah, I don't want that. I also want to tell you, they have this thing there that I'm still crazy about. I'll be crazy about it forever. And I've actually made it at home and it's wonderful. The Manoman porridge with the wild rice, yep. cream, blueberries. And it's just this like, it's like oatmeal, but it's rice and it's so it's warm rice, and yeah. yummy and it's mm-hmm. got the fresh maple syrup on it. And then lemon ricotta hotcakes are pretty popular. Always, there too. always, always, always. Um, the other boozy brunch option is, of course, Red Cow. And Red Rabbit. At Red Rabbit, they have these cocktails that they pre-make in these um, carafes or little bottles. And then they bring it to your table in a little ice bucket. And they have a delicious grapefruit one. They have a lot of the, um, is it Amaro um, Italian liqueurs that they make into brunch cocktails there too. So if you're a boozy brunch person, that would be a great idea. Um, old school brunch. This is like, where are you going to go with the old school brunch where you're going to get the omelet, make your own station, the two carved meats? Oh, like a buffet? Meats. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, well, okay. I am not a big fan of the buffet, to be quite as, kind of honest. Yep. I just, I think that that just sort of gets into a weird space for me. Like I do a buffet for like Easter kind of a thing yep. or something, but I have never, I, if I'm going to do an old school brunch in the way that I want it, I'm going to go Belcour. Okay. Which so is me, beautiful French sort yeah. of like, but like you're going to get an, an amazing hollandaise, you know, like amazing, like Benedict there. And I'm not, and that's like, that's what I feel is like, I want to compose dish. I don't want to throw everything on my plate. I want to go and load up my plate and I want to load up not one plate, two plates or three plates, but maybe four. And I'm going to do yeah. that at Jack's. Yeah. They still have the old school brunch where they've got the carving station. They've yep. got the omelets. It's a great place to take your grandma or mm-hmm. your family to just reminisce. Um, so the old school brunch, I'm saying Jack's Cafe in Northeast. Okay, I like that. Um, okay, family friendly. This is where like you can take your kid and not feel bad. Red Cow comes to mind because they do a great job with kids. But also the Copper Hen Cakery and Kitchen, yeah. I think, for just lots of good baked goods. Like yes. Good pancakes and good biscuits. And they've got really beautiful scones there. Yes. Um, just some place where you're going to be able to find something for everybody. Also, Sun Street Breads. With the sausage and biscuits. Have you had her sausage and gravy biscuits? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, so they're, My family's crazy about biscuits. Okay. So if I'm going to brunch with Ellie, the right. first thing she's going to ask me is, do they have biscuits? And they have it every day. Yeah. I mean, like, that's not just, just to be clear, it's not like just a brunch Sunday no. thing. They have their stuff. You can go to breakfast there every day. And if you're going to go there on a Sunday, you're going to get these delicious biscuits. Well, how do you feel about the Kenwood brunch? Do you use that on your list? It is. And I love their pancakes. Yeah. Their pancakes are amazing, but also their huevos rancheros. Okay, I have not had that yeah. there. Yep. That's good so to know. So gorgeous. So lovely. Um, also, chicken, chicken and waffles is kind of a thing. So 7th Street Social has always had great chicken and waffles, mm-hmm. but the Lex has just come in and is doing brunch now, too, in St. Paul, and their chicken and waffles apparently are killer. I've not had them yet. Yeah. We mentioned that it's Chef Jack Rabel's birthday, so happy birthday, Chef. But the, um, I talked about the 7th Street Social Chicken and Waffles, and someone sent me a text like, you have to have them at the Lex. They're incredible. Um, I had a version of, of Chicken and Waffles at the Northeast Bad Waitress, which just relaunched, you know, kind of a, with a whole new menu and stuff. But 
they have a di- on their dinner menu. They have a chicken and waffles that is uh, really good, and it's yum. It's it's not your normal chicken and waffles. Yeah, tell it's, me about it. It's like there's a little um, the waffle. It's a malted waffle, but then there's the chicken is sort of um, got a little bit of spiciness in it. It's got some jalapenos on it, and it's yep. on a poblano jalapeno relish. It's a whole different. That there's good. no. I don't remember so it's if there's savory. yeah. It's definitely savory. I don't remember if there was like a sweet spicy sauce on it or not. But it was just kind of a. It was really addictive. It was just really yummy and, and a nice twist with cilantro, fresh cilantro and jalapenos on it. Kind of a fun little way. Um, if you want to just completely tip over into sugardom, which is not usually my favorite for brunch. Not mine either. I do need to mention the red velvet pancakes that they have at Red Cow because those are really delicious okay. and people go crazy for those. Yeah. Restaurant Alma too. Yes, um, always. Does a really sophisticated so brunch. I love their fried egg sandwich. Yeah, I would probably go there after this if that was like, you know what I mean? Like I would probably go to the Cafe Alma, yeah. you know, on the way back. Have you had the smoked whitefish tartine? Mm, yes, yes. Oh, That's so good. I do good. love this dish. That is so good. It's a um, fried egg on top of this really delicious bread and then they have the smoked whitefish yeah. and the mustard. yeah. It's just a simple, lovely... All I want is a really good fried egg sandwich on a biscuit for my <laughs> breakfast. Ever. Just fried egg Some with like a sausage and a cheese. No, their biscuit... Okay, I'm just going to say... Go ahead. Sometimes their biscuits are too hard. And it's like it's not... It doesn't make a so sandwich. It's not sandwich Like worthy. if you were going to cut and fork and knife it, fine. But like if you're going to bite into it with your face, if it's a sandwich situation, it's got to be a little softer. So who has that that you can think of? I don't know. Okay. I make them myself because I can't <laughs> find them the, the way I want them. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what about if you are um, going, I have to, this is like a weird thing to mention and they have it all the time. Yeah. But I do crave it and it's so bad for me. The Louisiana Cafe and they have it at Grand Cafe too. The, um, it's hash browns. Yeah. Scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Salsa. Sour cream, andouille sausage, all wrapped up in a giant tortilla. So like a breakfast burrito. It's the bomb. Wow. And you, I can only eat half of it. Yeah. And I can get them to like split it in half and put half without the sauce so that I can take it home for later. Yeah. Because that thing, I, that is like, I dream about that. Do you remember a plate? Do you remember when La Peep was in town? Yes. Okay. And the casseroles. There was, it was. Oh, I loved La Peep. La Peep And the peanut butter. Oh, well, listen, La Peep was one of those. It was a national. It is a national chain. There's still La Peeps around. But we had two locations. We had one in uh, Golden Valley in the Colonnade building. Patty. I think Patty Saskin was involved in that. And then we had one in um, where Hell's Kitchen, the original Hell's Kitchen. Which what's there now? Devil's Advocate went there. And now I think it's nothing. I think Devil's Advocate moved. Maybe finally. I know that they were getting kicked out. Um but La Peep had a skillet hash that yes, I used to did. get. And it was just like the first time you'd ever... And that was the thing I craved all the time with little cube potatoes and little bits of like bacon and, and eggs and cheese and stuff. And it was always the thing that I... It was like the most warming thing that I ever wanted. You know what else is really good like that that I still think about because I don't live in Duluth, but I eat this whenever I go out to Duluth, the Duluth Grill red flannel hash. Yes. with It's got squash and potatoes and beets. Yes. Oh, that's so delicious. Oh, God, that's so good. 
Yeah. I know. I love that one. So that's just a little bit of a roundup of brunch. There's well, a lot of good brunches. What's your, I mean, like, okay, so now here's the thing that I always worry about with brunches. I don't want to get too, like, I always want a Bloody Mary because I love tomato-y, salty kind of thing. But then I don't want to be totally tossed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to drink three of them and then be like, well, now I need a nap. And there goes my Sunday. Maybe that's why I have a hard time with brunch. I don't know how to <laughs> Who's pace myself. three Bloody Marys at brunch? I could easily have three Bloody Marys at brunch. <laughs> if you're going to have three Bloody Marys at brunch, you should go to the Happy Gnome. Yeah. They have, uh, Charles there makes all these different tomato sauces. There's like an, an Asian-inspired juices. one. Juices. Yeah, the juices. Yeah. Thank you. And he'll have like 10 different ones that he makes all homemade. And they're yeah. really delicious. I know. See, that's the thing is I would want to try them all. And then all of a sudden, sometimes I do have to say, can I have like one fourth of the vodka in there? Because I yeah. really just want the flavor. Or you could get four glasses with all the vodka parceled oh. out. And then <laughs> this is a problem. <laughs> have four, this but you're same on one alcohol. Is a problem. Have you ever had a Virgin Bloody Mary? Yes. That's a good thing to have sometimes <laughs> when you need a little bit of electrolytes. <laughs> right. I do that all the time. I drink V8. All right. We're going to take, <laughs> take a break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up for you. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by Red Cow, Red Rabbit, and El Burrito Mercado. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We have been here on this Small Business Saturday celebrating small businesses. Go shop, go shop locally. Go eat locally. Support the people in your neighborhoods. That's my moral of the story today. Yeah. And thank them for being there. Yeah. Like, you know. You know, do all the good things. I mean, I'm going to go to Corazon today. You're going to go to Corazon? What's I am. Uh, oh, the papery place. Or no, she's a gift store. Oh, it's a gift store. On Selbydale. Okay. And she has one in, she has another one too. In Nor- Is it Northeast? Yeah, she's in Northeast um, by Longfellow. Oh. Uh, that's not really Northeast. Is that? That's, it's, it's Longfellow, Longfellow by the Longfellow Let's Cafe. Just Longfe- yeah, it's not Northeast at all. <laughs> she's got lots <laughs> of, um, she's got all the Woolrich, the Faribault Woolen Mills. The one on Selby has the entire line. Oh, good. I might get a blanket for well, someone. Well, uh, you know, this goes as far as to say, like, maybe today while you're out and about, pop in and instead of, like, stopping in at a Starbucks or a Caribou, you know, stop at a local coffee shop. Yes. You know, there's a lot hey. of, there's one, we Coplins, just were saying that, yep, Spy House, House in St. Paul just opened and there's plenty of Spy House in Minneapolis. Millions. Yeah. Nina's in St. Paul. Is it Nina's or Nina's? Nina's, Nina's. Do people say Nina's? I think so. I think That's where do. people go and write their books. That's right. Oh, they do? Sweet Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> They do. Did you know that? What? That is literally, they had a list on the wall at some point of all the books that have been written in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Authors go there, local authors, and write their books. Oh, my goodness. Um, there's lots of fun stuff coming up, you guys. I mean, there's a ton of things. Let's talk about the bake sale that's coming up. Union yeah. Depot's fifth annual holiday bake sale. That's going to be on the 9th of December. And next week, we're going to talk with Tina from the bake sale. Good. And Steph and I c- contributed to a project there. I'm so excited to hear about how this all yeah, worked out. So we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, but get also, that on your calendar. Uh, on 12-3, they're having a family baking workshop at Mill City Museum. So oh. I thought that would be fun to check out. That's always um, a good time. Yeah. So you'll buy a ticket. You can learn about the history of baking with Mill City Museum, but then also um, take a little class. Uh, letting you know also that Tinto Cochina opened in their new spot. You know, this was Rebecca Illingsworth. She was in Uptown, you know, and then she closed that place and has moved now to 50th and Penn. Okay. Right? So she's down in Broderopolis territory. Right. Right down there. I, I think they took over the bead monkey. In. Okay. She, bead you know, monkey. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, they're opening as of uh, yesterday. So there's tacos, house-made tortillas, a little bit of margarita. I think it must be much smaller. 
but I have no I idea. I would suspect. Yeah. Also, the Lucky Oven opens officially today in South Minneapolis um, in that cute little Armitage neighborhood by Red Wagon Pizza. And what basically is going to be called the Book Club, which is Kim Bartman and Asher Miller's restaurant, which is going to be open any second now. And that's in the old Cafe Mod. Yes. So that do one. I, when is, do we stop saying the old and just say. Once they're open and have established themselves as a personhood. Okay, so I can stop saying the old Green Mill for the new yes. Red Cow in Uptown. Yes. Okay. I think nobody even remembers the old Green Mill now at this point. All right. So you know I mean? there we go. This right. is the official date that I will no longer henceforth say that. Um, here's another thing that's really kind of fun, you guys. So um, Lawless Distilling has a cocktail room in Longfellow, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, or is it Seward? It's kind of Seward-ish. Seward and Longfellow. <laughs> Mush them together. Um, anyway, Lawless Distilling has a cocktail room and they are being transformed into something called Miracle Bar. And this is sort of uh, an homage to a New York bar that does this every Christmas, Miracle on Ninth Street. And it's kind of that miracle, you know, kind of the uh, the homage to the movie. But this is really fun. They are doing a whole bunch of different holiday-themed cocktails. They've decked the place out with festive wear. And it's going to be a Christmas bar from now on. And so I think if you're looking for a way to kind of get in the mood, go get some cocktails at a Christmas bar, right? I think that sounds really fun. I know. And they're having, I mean, this is all a bitter cube design cocktail. So, you know, the, the drinks are going to be great. And I think you can get as much nog as you possibly want to get into your body if you go to one of these Are places. you having to ration the eggnog at your house yet? We have not had the nog oh in the gosh, house yet. Oh my gosh, my little nieces, just they're crazy about they the eggnog. Crazy, huh? Their mom limits them to a cup a day. Oh my God, <laughs> really? She had it with her Thanksgiving meal. She saved it. She was like, I'm going to have I'm it gonna... with my meal. Oh, my the God. Cup how, of nog. how can you? Isn't that just gross? Yes. Yeah, she's so I can't think funny. of like taking a bite of like corn or and then having like eggnog. And go I after said, that. I go, what do you what is it that you love about the eggnog? She goes, the eggs and the nog. Like, just... <laughs> you're so silly. She's in fourth grade. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, hey, also, guess what? Uh, Heyday is starting a new tradition on Tuesdays. To help get you through the that vital first part of the week, if you will, um, they are doing Champagne Tuesdays from oh. now. I know, so every Tuesday from now on, they're going to be doing Champagne bottles sold at cost, so no markup on the champagne and two dollar oysters. Wow, that's great to know. For I me. know, seriously, for you <laughs> personally, I love that meal. That need, right there, I know. Add a palm frite, and I'm done. Oh, actually, that is a really good idea. Yeah, just oysters, fries. Champagne. That's all I need. That is like the Holy Trinity. I need the Bernays with the fries if I'm going to uh, well, be I having Well, I mean, that's sort champagne. of an accessory to the Holy Trinity. <laughs> but the Trinity is the fries. Yes. <laughs> the Yum. champs and the, uh, yeah, the bubbles. I know. That's pretty good, right? Yes. I know. I love that stuff. Are you feeling like you're going to get, are you feel like you're going to overbuy things? Like, do you feel like no. there's so much you want to get? Are you thinking that this year is the year that you're going to like really hold yourself to limiting your purchases? Okay. Because I'm gonna you not say, buy as much. Okay. But I've already I'm already overspending. You are. And I'm trying not to, but I I think I'm gonna just buy all the gifts I'm buying seem to be more expensive. So I won't buy as many gifts, but I'm gonna be probably spending more on the individual gifts. Okay. Like have you priced out a winter coat? Um, like a nice for ski jacket me, for someone? You, okay. N- no, I mean it's like between three I to seven hundred dollars. It's what? Three to seven hundred dollars. Okay. You, you and I do not shop in the same place. No, for these ski jackets. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is well, so you expensive. Buy, but you buy ski jackets because they're ski jackets. Yeah, I have skiing. to buy someone a new ski jacket. I was just like, wow, this is a lot of money. Yeah, I don't but isn't there a way so then for that kind of thing, do you bargain shop? I'm like, do you look 
for? No. Do you go looking I'm for? Terrible. Okay. Nope. I can't stand. I'm not good at that. I would rather do that than spend the $700. On I went to jacket. Goodwill yesterday, though, and I had like a weird moment where this little kid was picked up the snow globe. Yeah. And she kept shaking the snow globe and looking at it. And I was like, oh, I hope her mom buys her the snow globe. I yeah. hope her mom buys her the snow globe. And her mom screamed her name and said, we have to go. And she put the snow globe down and didn't buy the snow globe. And if there would not have been a line at the cash register, I would have picked up the snow globe and run over there and bought it and chased her out into the parking lot and handed it to her. But I didn't. Let me also say that you don't know whether or not that child has 75 snow globes at home already. Probably. I know you're thinking, like, I just but I'm like, just saying, oh, this, is the magical this sounds moment. like almost like a Christmas shoe song. And I feel like we don't actually know if it's a Christmas shoe situation. We don't. There was a lot of people shopping, though, at the Goodwill. But I do love your awesome. generosity, your yeah. feeling of generosity. And, and I, I did buy, actually, I was going to bring it today. I bought a leather, I bought a suede jacket at the Goodwill yesterday for $2.50 at Listen. the outlet that I think you have. Oh! <laughs> so I'm going to wear it. And if you have, Does it have it, the fringes, no fringes, but oh, it's have, orange. Oh, don't, don't you have like an orange suede jacket? No. Okay. Then I'll no, wear I it. Think you have an orange suede I jacket. I have a bunch of orange. I have an orange leather jacket. You have an orange leather jacket. I just have orange corduroy jacket. Okay. It's like that. It's, it's like a biker color. jacket, but it's corduroy. Yeah. Yeah. But I have now Yours a suede, suede one. So we're going to have to get a picture. <laughs> okay. No, I absolutely love the Goodwill, by the way. $2.50 oh, at listen. the outlet where you pay by the weight. I When I went to my wedding in Milwaukee last weekend, you know, which was outstanding, P.S., um, it was... Uh, I literally didn't have an outfit and I couldn't come up with anything and I was just brain dead from deadlines and everything else. I went to Goodwill. I found two shirts. I love them both. I wore them both nights. Oh, I spent so $8. Funny. I mean, I total. That. Isn't that silly? No, There's it's like great. If you have the time to go diving through the Goodwills or the Arks Value Village, yeah. which we love as well. And you know, they have a stylist there too at Arks Value Village the that does all the stuff stylist, for you. stylist, yes. I mean, come on. You can tell her like, here's my shoe size. Here's the kind of things I'm looking for. Yeah. They will amass things mm-hmm. and then invite you in and then you try on all your stuff and you buy what you want. There's no charge for that service. I know. I love that. I think that's great. And I think that's a way to do your holiday, you know, like stuff. Yeah, because it's not about the stuff, is well, and it? Also your holiday tables. You know what I mean? We donate oh. so much stuff. To, we donated all of our cookbooks, you know, our leftovers from the swap to Arks Valley Village. But what I love the most about them is like they have... If you're, if you just want to like, you're having a party and you need a punch bowl because you might I have a punch bowl. I saw the most bowl. beautiful punch bowl at Goodwill yesterday. And yeah. even Kurt said, wow, that's a beautiful punch bowl. Do we need one of those? I know. And I don't because I don't just, have anywhere to put it. And but, the, but I mean, like, it was even, really nice. And, and then I'm sure it was like maybe 12 bucks versus like buying like one for $90 or something. And they had um, a coffee, lots of coffee pots. Oh, they just did? Just like the coffee mate, you know, coffee makers. Okay. Five bucks. There it is. All right, everybody. We'll keep shopping. Listen yes. to the shop girls. They're at Galleria. We'll see you guys later. See you next week. Have ciao, a great ciao. Week.